and welcome back to another episode of The Conspiracy Skeptic. I'm your conspiracy skeptic, Carl Mamer. And this, I guess this isn't really, there's no real conspiracy here. It's just unless you sort of view the whole world of sort of geeks and nerds and atheists, etc., dating as there's a vast conspiracy against you, something out to, I don't know, rob you and destroy of happiness, which... Uh, even as a skeptic, you know, I, I kind of sometimes feel like, yeah, maybe there is a big, massive conspiracy against me. But um, uh, on my podcast is uh, is Rich. I, I, Rich, I can use your last name? Yes. Uh, yeah, Rich, Rich Ludwig. Rich Ludwig. Rich. And uh, you, I, I, and um, you, you're. I met you at TAM. You're part of the whole Colorado skeptic. Yeah, Tam Five. Oh no, no, sorry, Tam Eight. I met you. Yeah, I met you at Tam Eight. You you started with Tam Five, right? So Rich and uh, no relation to Rich Orman, right? The uh, (laughs) definitely not. I do not want to be associated with that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, what a creep that guy. (laughs) No, he's a great. He's a great guy. He does uh, some amazing skip work. Yeah, Rich. Rich is awesome. Yeah, you you guys are all friends. And and also uh, Reed Esau the. Yeah, yeah. Reed Esau and I and um, another gal, um, we started up the first uh, skeptic camp. Oh, okay. Wow. So you're one of the you're one of kind of the 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 founders or the uh, the 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 kickoff. Yeah, Reed. Reed came to me and was uh, um, asking about or was wanting to to get uh, skeptic camp going. Okay. And um, and uh, basically, I was like, well, let's just do one here, and uh, so we did. Okay, well, that's that's cool. Okay, yeah, and uh, so I, I guess I'm gonna. And you also, you invited me to a a, a Facebook group called Atheist Dating 2.0. Is that what it's called again? That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry, um, in front of me here, right? Atheist Dating 2.0. Good thing I didn't. Make it. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a group that uh, um, for online dating atheists, and it's just kind of a Facebook group, and I'm I'm on it just because someone put me there, and right. Well, can't hurt to be there. Okay, yeah. Now, not a big, not, not not as much of an issue in Canada, but in America, it's kind of like, you know, the the, the forces of Christianity are are against you in so many ways, including finding love. <laughs> yes, yes. You feel like it would be very easy to connect if you already know that one little segment. Right. Yeah. All right. So, is there? And and you 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 did um. You did the, the Detroit, or the the sorry Detroit, the the Denver airport conspiracy. You did that for a um, a uh, 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 what do you call that? Skeptic Skeptic Camp. No, uh, Pat did. But yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It was uh, <laughs> he did a really good job on that. Did you oh, see that? Okay. No, I, no, I don't. I don't think so. But I, because I, I know Rich. Rich did it for conspira- my podcast, Conspiracy Skeptic Podcast. But I think, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a great episode. <laughs> I think it's one of more popular episodes. But uh, well, the weird thing about that episode is, is I completely screwed up the recording. Like I recorded his audio, but he didn't record my audio. So um, when I listened to it, I'm like, oh crap! I just have Rich. <laughs> so I had to go back and re and re ask my questions, put those back in, and nobody. No one has ever clued in that <laughs> that it was not just a live back and forth. It was, yeah, nice. Maybe. Yeah, because Rich was always sort of famous for um, 
uh, Dogma Free America. He wouldn't swear on Dogma Free America. So, uh, so then on my podcast, he's he's like, is it okay to swear on your podcast? And I'm like, I'm like, do you have the explicit tag? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> but when I was re-record, when I was recording my my own audio again, I'm like, oh, it'd be much funnier to put in, you know. Fuck yeah, swear or something like that. So, <laughs> so I just sort of threw, I sort of threw that in. Like it's like, you know, if I if I just had one more minute to think about that, I could have been so witty. And I, I then I got that chance. I got that chance. You know, so, <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. So uh, well, what is, what what are you what are you what are you interested in skepticism? Like what are you? What's your? Uh, I guess really it's just the people. Um, this is what really interests me about skepticism, especially going to TAM and stuff like that, is um, being able to hang around people that I feel like you can just sit down with anybody there and pretty much have an amazing conversation. Wow, okay. And uh, how many TAMs have you, have you been to? Um, let's see, the first one was TAM 5. I didn't go this year, so TAM 9. So it's, uh, I think it's five TAMs. Wow, okay. And, oh, so you didn't even go for this this year? I didn't go this year. No. Okay, what, what was keeping you this year? Just just tam, tammed out, or um, a little bit of tammed out, a little bit of um, financial stuff. Okay, um, I'm gonna go to Galapagos um, with a bunch of skeptics. Okay, in March, um, so things like that, and vacation time. All I just kind of was trying to build up my stockpile again on that stuff. Wow, okay. Okay, that's cool. Right. And the uh how's how's the okay cupid? Are you using okay cupid? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um as far as my online dating goes is um I've I've tried all of them, man. I've tried all of them. And um I'm actually kind of sort of starting to get into a relationship with a girl from Plenty of Fish. Okay. Um, oddly, because that's usually kinda of considered a bit of the, the sewer uh of the dating world, kind of depending me, at least in Toronto. That's perfect for us. That's perfect. For us. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I find playing fish where I am and OK Cupid are fairly equivalent. The one that I've I've tried I've tried some obscure ones, and one of them was a uh, datehookup dot com. Okay. And um, yeah, it, that that's kind of how I felt with that one. A lot of them. Um, I like OK Cupid though. I think OK Cupid is probably the best one. Okay, yeah. I, you know, I'm just finding. Uh, well, I found sort of with uh, yeah, OK Cupid that it's uh, at least in Toronto. I mean, there's, there's a big difference. Um, uh, you know, I think maybe in terms of you know where you, where you're located and stuff like yeah, that. But definitely. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just finding in Toronto, OK Cupid is um, is. Um, a lot more normal people. It's just serious people versus plenty of fish. It's most of the guys are kind of like looking for hookups and stuff like that, not long term relationships. And and the women are all quite quite bitter and angry. <laughs> you know, they're all very suspicious. Yeah, I, I, I call it the. And maybe it's sort of bad. It's it's not politically correct, but I call it the women. They have the uh, um, "I'm a cancer survivor" smile. <laughs> oh, jeez! Yeah, it's it's like this. You know, it's like this smile. It's like I've seen a lot of horror. And I'm doing my best to smile. You know, like it's like <laughs> oh, it's it's yeah. These women just have these horrible smiles. They're just like uh. <laughs> oh, jeez. I know. Yeah, that would not. That's not my experience playing fish so far. Okay. Um, 
of course, I think with Plenty of Fish, I only was on it for a couple days when I met this girl. So wow, that was quick. It was it was very quick. Yeah. Okay. How, how how old are you, Rich? Sorry. I'm thirty. Thirty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's sort of the age when maybe some you know. I'm one of those. I think what, what big differences between America and Canada, at, at least sort of the, the parts I've experienced, is that um, Americans tend to they finally get married early in life, much earlier in life. You know, like in their in their early twenties or something. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. When I, I was in Seattle, like I'm, like my, I was working with all these like people in their early mid twenties, and they all had been married. Right? I knew guys that I met guys in Korea who had like you know they were married at eighteen or something like that. Like like you know Americans and. And uh, I'm like, wow, because it seems like in Canada we're just we just hang on until we're like late thirties or something. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that is a lot different because yeah. I, I feel very much, you know, I'm not thir- I'm not I'm not married. I'm thirty. It's late. People are like, my grandpa and my mom are like poking me to okay. get married. So wow. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I mean, too, it's like. Um, you know, it's, it, especially like if you live in sort of a, a, the cities here, like like city life is very expensive. There's very high cost of living, you know, buying a house and stuff like that. And so it's much you, 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 like you have to sort of live longer to accumulate the the stuff to make yourself desirable. I, th- I think. Whereas, <laughs> I, I, you know, I just found in the states that you know home ownership was very affordable for for many and and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's just kind of true. Um. Yeah, if I if I meet a girl and I oh I, I own my own house, so um, they're like oh you own your house. I think it's just one more like check mark. I feel like they visual. I can see them like check marking their little checklist. Right. That's uh, like this guy's financially stable. Okay. Check. <laughs> How is he mentally stable? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That one's the hard one for me. What 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 baggage or skeleton? <laughs> exactly. What do you do? Uh, I work for a government, a county government up here. Um, okay. I work for Picking County. It's okay. the county where um, Aspen, Colorado is. Yeah, okay. And, uh, you've probably heard of that through yep. going dumber or something. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, when I work for a landfill up there, I, uh, I do recycling and compost and landfill work. Okay, cool. And what's the what's what's that cowboy hat? I mean, it looks it looks great. The uh, my oh my cowboy hat. Oh. I got one actually. Here's okay, my, cool. Yeah, my newest one here. Okay. Boom. My yep. um what, my cowboy what? hats. My my come from a, a family of farmers. Okay. And um, mostly farmers and teachers and such. But my dad was a, he's an electrical engineer. <laughs> he's he's currently now farming his uh, dad's land and stuff. But um, I've always liked hats. It's part of it. Even when I was a little, when I was a little boy, I um, I loved baseball caps and stuff. So, um, about in college stuff like that, I started wearing cowboy hats okay. and uh, cowboy cowboy get up really. Um, okay. I was helping a girl try and start pulling a fence today, so <laughs> I'm in more of a <laughs> normal type of clothing. Right. That's that's because when you when you go to the Thames, that's kind of, that's like you know the other rich 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 Orman, he wears the um, the fez and you're all you, you got the cowboy hat and that's always kind of yes. kind of cool yeah yeah and uh, it, I guess with Walking Dead you know up in parts where we don't really wear cowboy hats like Walking Dead it's like kind of made the cowboy hat sort of 
because the the cop in walk. Do you watch Walking Dead? I, I don't watch it. Really? <laughs> I watch oh, TV, oh. TV shows. <laughs> the last TV show that I kind of watched was True Blood. Okay. Um, and it was like maybe a quarter of the first season. Okay, man. What kind of what kind of nerd are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a pop culture nerd, I guess. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of. Um, yeah, when I see like Phil Plate or somebody get really excited about like a Doctor Who show. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time. I mean, I actually can relate, but I but I have a hard time. I can't relate at that particular moment. I I haven't seen Doctor Who. I've seen some of the old, old Doctor Who, mm-hmm. but um, n- none of the new none of the new seasons at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I'm more of a I'm more of a math geek, and I love thinking and I love puzzles. I love puzzles okay. and video gaming and. Um, that's where people will see my geekiness a lot. I'm also a master gardener in Colorado. Um, Is that some sort of like designation or like yeah? It's uh yeah, it's somebody who um, can kind of help you out with gardening questions in Colorado. Okay, is what we do. Wow. It's all volunteer work. Um, I can't actually say master gardener um, unless I'm on the clock, volunteer clock with them. So I'm technically a certified. Wow. Okay. And then you, you you started the uh you started the atheist dating uh group on on Facebook. I didn't no I didn't start I I was put into it. You know how in Facebook you just get put into groups. Oh, okay, okay. And then so I was like uh, you know I saw you and Heidi talking about stuff on your mm. Facebook. So I was like, oh, I'll just add you guys. And then um, I I don't know if you saw but Heidi quit um but uh Oh, oh, did it, she, did she drop out of the group? She did. She did drop out the group. Oh. Um, and uh, I don't know. I just I I don't know. That group's weird. <laughs> it, it's 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 not what I thought it would be. There is a weird constellation of characters <laughs> that that um yeah. That's all. That's all I can say. It's a weird <laughs> constellation of characters. I mean, some people are quite fascinating. Like there's that Swiss guy who I'm never sure what his like is he? Is this just like a language thing with him, or is he? Is he just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I really, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, that's what I kind of assumed it was, but and probably some cultural stuff too. But that 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 could be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he he's not. He comes across as being a little bit, little, just a little bit offensive at first, but then I kind of realize, yeah, I, I just think it's like a language and a cultural thing. It's not, it's not him being offensive or, or, or just trying to be ignorant, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know, because, you know, I, I lived in Korea, so you just, you just kind of get used to, the, okay, people just have different way, you know, different ways of relating and, and not... It, it can't sort of immediately jump to these these sorts of conclusions kind kinds of things. I don't know. I just I just found one sort of a, a, as a skeptic like living in Korea that was, it was kind of helpful because you know you like you know you, you, as skeptics were always sort of learning you know different sort of biases and cognitive biases and stuff like that and you sort of realize oh yeah there's a whole pile of them when you're like a, an expat you know and you're sort of dealing with yeah. the, the locals and stuff and and yeah wow. 
<laughs> yeah, that's really true. So how how did, how did you meet um like you know Rich and and what, Reed Reed you know Reed Reed Esau? yeah Reed yeah Reed and Rich and all of us pretty much um our first tam was tam five okay and um out of that came a group of in Denver which I'm about three hours west of Denver okay um so uh so they were all meeting I was just coming back I then had a a girlfriend that lived in Denver, and um, so I was coming back fairly frequently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, were having, we were having meetups and stuff there. Oh. They started a meetup group, and basically it's a social group is basically what it is. Um, and then some of them, the more dedicated people, will go out and do different things. We also have uh, Rocky Mountain Paranormal, you might have heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very they've been they've been around well well before our skeptics group, um, okay. but. Um, so there's a lot of those people that are dedicated that are doing offshoot um, investigations, skeptical work. There's a group of us that will go together and they'll go to the Brazzo and they go to um, the metaphysical fairs and um, psychic okay. fairs and all that. So okay, okay, and uh, let's see. And so um, yeah, I just sort of got the impression that maybe like you know you guys all gone to school together or something like that. But but you just uh, just originally all met at Tam Tam then. All, all met at Tam and just became good friends. A lot of them hang out you know as a regular basis just as their friends now. Okay. So okay, cool. Uh, but and you, you said you, this woman you met from Plenty of Fish. How, how many dates have you have you been on? Yeah, I was trying to think about that. I don't know. I've probably uh, been on um, enough now. <laughs> Yeah, enough. Like five, maybe more. Okay. But like, and when I say dates, I mean like a weekend because she lives an hour away. Okay. And we both have pretty busy schedules during the week. Okay. So um, she's coming over tomorrow and hanging out Saturday and Sunday. Oh, that's so. cool. Okay. And, uh, and so it's sort of it's looking kind of like serious or what's the? <laughs> this is the weird part about it right now. Okay. Because she doesn't. We had a little talk about being exclusive. Mm-hmm. So we're exclusively dating, and um, but she doesn't really like to text or talk okay. on the phone. Okay. So like today, I didn't text her, and she's probably not going to text me. So um, we haven't talked to at all today. Okay. All right. And so the last couple the last couple weeks we haven't really talked. Okay. And I was in San Diego for a wedding. Um, uh, this weekend and stuff. It was last weekend. And so I feel like we haven't talked in like two mm. weeks. Oh, wow. So okay. That seems kind of long and okay. weird. Now, now the skeptic in me would be like, are you sure she's not married? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she's not married. Okay. Um, but as far as dating other people, that uh, yeah, that's kind of okay. how I was. I'm feeling that little like. Okay. But maybe she's feeling it too. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Usually, women usually are not that slimy. That's one of the advantages of being a man is that that women are just usually better people. <laughs> they're not. They're not as duplicitous, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's like among women friends, it's like you know, don't trust a man as far as you can throw him. But or you know, or, or I'm always telling women friends, you you know. You have to, you know, define the relationship. You have to sort of define because if you don't, def- if you don't come out and just sort of say, you know, I'm thinking this is long term exclusive, then the man will begin to define it the way that's most advantageous to him. Yes. So if he's like, I, what? You mean we weren't friends with benefits all this time? Like, 
where is this coming from? You know, so, exactly. Yeah. I really liked your post about that on on the uh, atheist dating site, the atheist uh, atheist dating two point Yeah, yeah. What a name on Facebook. Um, I I love the the like questions you uh, you bring up in those. I think it's, I think they're great. Yeah, because I mean, most of it's just like it's you know atheist dating, but most of it's just atheism. Like, oh, here's a Richard Dawkins video, and it's like that's kind of yeah. dating. <laughs> and uh but i mean i i really really do i, I mean uh, it, you know up in canada i mean religions like it's more of a private matter like our politicians you know they they avoid being seen as religious you know i don't i i, I mean my prime minister i I know he's religious, but I don't know what his religion is. I don't know how, if he goes to church. We don't. We, the, the people keep these things under, under, you know, sort of under the cover. It's just religions of more of a private matter in Canada. And remember, our our, our, our prime minister, he was singing John Lennon's "Imagine," and uh, but, which is weird because I think he, he is a very kind of kind of right wing Christian dude, but he's singing John Lennon's "Imagine," you know, which is sort of almost an atheist. Anthem, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I, 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 I can't imagine, you know, um, Mitt Romney singing that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would never happen. And if it did, lyrics would be changed, bro. Yeah. One of uh, one of the singers uh, singing at New Year's, I think last year. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, I'll get his name here as we talk. He sang it for New Year's, and. Um, Change the lyrics to "All religions are true." I think is what it was. <laughs> you should be fined for that or something. <laughs> like, where is like the R I A A when that's happening? You know, like. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I don't know. Cee Green is his name. He does the um, the song "Fuck You." Okay. Uh, well, come or, on. <laughs> have you heard that song? No, but just the name it, alone, you should be like. It was on Glee. It was on Glee, the, mo- the TV show Glee. Okay. And he, it was changed. They changed it to "Forget You." Mm, no. Yeah. But his real lyrics are "Fuck You." Okay. Oh wow! It's a fairly popular song. Right. Awesome. He's a fairly popular singer. Yeah. So the atheist day, I'm trying to trying to kind of keep it more on on topic, and and you know, and I I do that uh, I do that OK Cubecast podcast. And uh, so it, it's kind. Of, it, I'm also sort of using it a lot for research for the podcast, kind of, you know, my mm. my own sort of podcast, and taking sort of formulating the questions and getting some of the answers, and then sort of using it as source material for my own podcast. So that that's that's been kind of helpful. But yeah, I don't know. You know some guy's just writing poetry or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the guy who like you see the guy who just posts like random like. Uh, videos of himself playing the guitar. Oh, is that? Oh, is that what he's doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay. like covers. But then, like, I watched. I finally clicked on. One. I was like, whatever, I don't care. I finally listened to one, and it's like he hits play on his CD, okay. and then he plays along with it. <laughs> you can't even really tell if he's like playing or if it's just like air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like I could do the same exact thing he's doing, just like air guitar. All right. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Because yeah. I, I, I posted that one thing about kind of like, you know, breakup music, you know, like when you break up with somebody. You know, yeah. What are, you know, what are tunes that sort of help you get over it? Uh, so I, I just thought maybe that's what he was doing, kind of posting. But, ugh. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> no, it's just like him covering something. God. Yeah, now, before before you, you met this woman, how, how, how long were you single before? Um, when was I single? Oh, I don't know. Probably like a month or so. Really? You, you also you had a girlfriend before. Okay. Uh, oh, no. As far as like really a girlfriend, it was probably a while. It's probably more oh. like six months or so. Oh, okay. Still, that's not too bad because I think I broke up with my last girl. I mean, my last serious girlfriend was like 2008, so I've been, and this is 2012. Oh my god! <laughs> but, I, but I mean, you're, you're I'm I'm 46. You're you're 30. You you still have time, you know. I'm like with me, with me, it's like I don't feel like that in America. I'm in America. I remember where I am. That, that, that's true. That's true. But you know, uh, it, I, I mean, how many how many more years till our house is paid off? <laughs> <laughs> Mine a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. My, I don't think my condo's gonna be paid off until I'm like, this. This is a coffin, basically. I have purchased. I'm gonna be buried. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So. Yeah, I can't imagine living like that. <laughs> uh, I have a two bedroom. It's a thousand square feet. Wow. Okay. With uh, with a front and backyard and all that. So. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I like a condo just because I, I don't. I, I couldn't mow a lawn or shovel. Well. You get snow there in Colorado, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so you know, shoveling driveways—that's I can't. I just don't want to do that. So it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty easy living in the, in that regard. But well, yeah. So I was gonna say, uh, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm just sort of like, you know, my I kind of want my next to be my last. You know, that 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 sort of stuff. Mm. Whereas, yeah, you, that's you kind know. of that's kind of where I'm trying to go. But it's kind of like. Like you said, I still have a fair amount of options. And I think also now I'm in 30. Like 30 is like a good age for me. I think it fits my personality and my style. Of, you know, I'm not, I was never really a party goer or anything like that. So I think, okay. you know, my 20s, I really didn't date anybody and uh, that kind of stuff. So I wasn't, wasn't a party year. Um, but that's what I think is really interesting about what's going to be interesting about you and Heidi and I talking about all this. Just very different perspectives, different cities, different lifestyles. Um, right, right, yeah. All that. Different experiences in the past. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's, um, she, she's, where, where does she, where does she live? She lives in Spartanburg, North Carolina. That sounds, that sounds religious. Yeah, so, anything begins with south to a Canadian sounds very religious. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's kind of in the in the Bible Belt, yeah. Okay. South Colorado. South Colorado, boom. <laughs> but I, I mean, Colorado, I was not. I, I'm sure you get more kind of atheists or freethinker types there. But but with, you know, with the Air Force right academy, and they seem to have a real big um, big problem with like evangelism within the ranks. There, something I keep reading about. Yeah, in Colorado Springs. Mega church central. It's like, from what I've heard, it's like the city with the most mega churches. Really? Like serious churches, like huge, like stadiums. They're stadiums. Wow. Yeah. And um, so that that's what's kind of interesting about Colorado. It has these little um, regions mm-hmm. of 
of things. Whereas, like, if you go to Boulder, it's very much um, well-educated, you know, like, uni- university professor types. <laughs> um, and... I mean, space um, aliens definitely, from, uh, from Orc. Yeah, definitely would say, like, more... It's definitely new-agey, okay. um, uh, hippie kind of communities, what they would think of. Okay. Um, then you go up north, which is Greeley, which is where I'm originally from. Cowtown, um, Christian, you know, okay. area. Okay. So, have you lived in Colorado all your life, or have you? Um, for the most part, yeah, most of my life. Um, I've also lived in Tucson in my young years. Okay. I lived in West Virginia for a little bit. Um, uh, those are the main areas. Okay. All right. You know what? Uh, you know, one of the things I'm sort of Contemplating because I sort of met this this woman. We've been on a, a few dates, and, and I'm thinking, you know, she's 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 pretty close. She's pretty close to being the the the, the most it. But but then I'm like, how how do you now turn off the that that hunting? Always you're always in that hunting mode. Like you know, like how do you now how do you turn? And how off? you know when to do it? Yes, exactly. I mean, I've always have a pretty good sense of when, when to do it, but but but. But you know, but it's like you know. Okay, now is the time. But but there's still that weird, like you know, it's it's a whole way of life, and y- you've been living for several years, and now it's like now it's that's not my way of life anymore. I don't. It's it's very hard feeling to describe. It's it's like you know, kind of living alone, and then and then suddenly now you're living with uh, like somebody, like a woman, and 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 it's a whole new way of living, and it's like. It's like you know, honey. Why why are you putting the cereal on, on that side of the cupboard? The cereal always goes on this side of the cupboard. You know? <laughs> Clearly, yeah, yes, um, yeah, yeah. It's um, I don't know how how I would describe it, but um, I guess I I feel I need to feel pretty comfortable with one. The talk has had to happen, <laughs> and then um, how, how do you turn that off? Um, basically, the talk kind of signals that, but then I don't know. I I have a hard time with that too, I guess, just because um, I I never know. My just my my relationships tend to be pretty long, like uh, long as far as far away from each other. Like um, the guy I'm dating right now, she's about an hour away from me. Okay, so. We pretty much can only do things on the weekends because I get up at 4 a.m. Wow. And go to bed, you know, around 8 or 9. Okay. So, during the week. Hmm. And, uh, and she pretty much does the same thing, too. She lives a little bit closer. And okay. She wakes up at 5. And so, so that's, that's, um, a little harder for me because this distance mm-hmm. is kind of, makes you kind of always wonder a little bit of, you know, what is that person doing? You know? Right, right, yeah, yeah. Is that uh, person? Yeah. Well, like I say it's usually, usually, because I, I, I just find if sort of a woman is like, um, especially if she's like kind of like you know now like physically involved. At least for for me, it's like it's like, you know, it's like uh, she's um, it's it's she wants you know an exclusive relationship. It's like I don't meet many women who are like just like, hey, you know, yeah. I just got to get me a piece of that Carl and then move on. <laughs> you know, that's just not not. Oh my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my experience, really. So. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. But then I have instances where, like, 
they'll go out and have friends. They have friends, and so you, they hang out and they're right. drinking. Right. Yeah. You know. Then what happened? You know. Well, Anything that, happened yeah, then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think one of my friends, he, um, I mean, I mean, it, se- it seems like maybe like he was twenty five, and his girlfriend at the time was like nineteen, and they were living together, and um, it, she was sort of. St- you know, in university, and he, and so she was taking very hard programs. So, so he sort of thought everything was kind of hunky dory. You know that you know she's either at school or coming home and stuff. And and and, but eventually she, you know, she would start hanging out with her friends who were like nineteen and all single. And 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 they're, um, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're telling her all these stories about oh man, we went out and drinking age is like nineteen in Canada. So so they're like oh man, we went out and we you know. We met these guys from Detroit, and they were like, you know, Navy pilots, and they, we, we drove around on their motorcycles, and we were drunk, and we fell off, and we got had sex in trash dumpsters, and and and, and then they're like, <laughs> "What did you do this weekend?" And she's like, "Well, you know, we we made pasta and cleaned the tub." You know, it's like, right? <laughs> her whole life is nothing like her friends' lives, and 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 and, and suddenly. St- what seemed like stability and seemed like a, a positive now seems kind of boring and tedious and, you know, the, it becomes of the grass is greener on the other side kind of things. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so what, what happened with them? They broke up or? Yeah, eventually, yeah, eventually they kind of broke up and uh, they also had this very, they start to have this really on again, off again relationship. They would break up and they would get back together and they'd break up and they get back together. And then, and then eventually my friend decided he's going to kind of break the cycle of crazy. I don't know. And, and he moved to Toronto. This has been my hometown, Windsor, moved to Toronto to kind of get away from her. And then she got her teaching degree and she moved to Toronto. And, uh, and then, I don't know, eventually she, met this other guy and got pregnant and then decided this man he got pregnant with is in no condition to be a father and then Terry, my friend Terry, he stepped in his to be the father of his, you know, his ex girlfriend's son and, and then she became like a lesbian and <laughs> Oh man, that yeah. sounds like a good story. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah, it's a little Jerry Springer, but you know <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of special guest we need. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I gotta say, it sounds Jerry Springer, but when it's it's all very it it's all very nice and sweet, and you know he's he's a very excellent stand-in father. You know, he taught him how to exactly. throw his first baseball, and you know, and she's an excellent mother, and you know, it, it's just all very very nice, and it works out. But but it's like my friend can't really move on. You know, he can't really. I'm going to find a woman and then make a relationship with her. And by the way, there's this, my ex-girlfriend is now a lesbian, da, 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 you know? <laughs> right, right. <sighs> you know, because I don't know. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, my rule is, man, if we break up, we're done. Yeah. We're done. Exactly. That, yeah, that's, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's, you know, women may be few and far between, but it, it's it's preferable to sort of start something new and then go back to old baggage, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I figure, well, of course, a lot of my relationships kind of broke up because of um, atheism and Christianity things and stuff like that. Okay. So, so it's a little easier, too, I think, um, in that regard. Whereas if it was... Uh, but that, yeah, I don't know. There's some some lines I don't really cross very much. Uh, okay, yeah. Like uh, drugs and stuff like that. No, 
Oh, thanks. Okay. Yeah, thanks. I, yeah, I did meet this one woman. She, she, she's like from Ghana, like Ghana, Africa, and um, and uh, she was all like boobs and legs and, and she was she was really hot and 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 she had this nerd fetish like this white boy nerd fetish which i have never encountered before <laughs> ever and uh but yeah but she was like i mean every time i saw her she had like eaten like a hash brownie and was completely high and it's like <laughs> you, know, you want to talk about battlestar galactica it's just <laughs> completely out of it it's like oh and then and then one day i meet like her sister like her younger sister and and her younger sister is kind of like a younger hotter version of her and and then she's like looking at her sister and she's looking at me and then looking back at her sister and giving her this look like seriously this guy like <laughs> i've never seen that look before on a woman's face but it was like I, it was so novel that it was hard to be insulted by it you know it's like but even me i'm like what the yeah it's like i don't know so that was that was sort of strange but but so yeah do you do you, do you, do you find you kind of get in conflicts with like you, you meet women who are christian and you're atheist and yeah i i definitely have had that a lot and um, I think part of it is because I do hang around. Um, I go dancing at at country dance halls, okay. and tree bars, and stuff like that. So, so I think it's probably safe to assume that most of those girls are Christian <laughs> types, and um, and and I'm more, um, you know, probably just nerdy and geeky and good boy kind of that that's kind of how I am and um but you, I, you put on that cowboy hat and you're like you're like the man <laughs> thank you um, well, at least I mean, come to Ontario and he'd be like <laughs> well I know and, and I'm, I'm very I'm very comfortable with myself and confident and, and all that so that's not really the problem it's more of like um I think that's who um I end up getting attracted to. Is I'm not really into party girls. I'm just can't, not, not into it. And um, some more Christian women are kind of like um, so not, party, right. not party girls. Right. The more conservative Christian girls right. aren't party girls, and that's who I end up meeting and being like, oh, this girl like a date or whatever. Um, and then eventually it comes out as she's a Christian and I'm an atheist and. Turns out she's super Christian and goes to church every Sunday or you know whatever it is, and um, and that just depends on how far we think we are, I guess. But yeah, I dated a girl who was um, waiting to have sex until she was married, and um, we ended up dating for a year, and then um, she, you know, there came back. We had some little scuffle about. God or something like that, or maybe it was something else, and it, okay. God came into it. I can't remember what it was, but um, I just let her know. I was like, you know, you need to let me know if you can date an atheist or not, because I'm very upfront about it. I let them know, yeah, yeah, ahead of time, and yeah, I don't really personally. I don't care if they're Christian. Okay. It doesn't bother me if they want to go to church on Sunday, but I'm not going to go to church on Sunday. Exactly. I'm not going to. You can make fun of my atheism. I'm fine with that. Right. I'll, I'll make fun of your Christianity. <laughs> But if you can't deal with that, if right. you can't deal with that, then 
it ain't gonna work. Wow. You know what? One of my one of my former guests on Conspiracy Skeptic, um, um, oh, I forget his name. Give me a moment to remember his name. Uh, Ch- Chuck. Uh, uh, Chuck from uh, the irreligious ir- soft irreligious the, the that Mormon podcast. Did you ever listen to irreligious soft <coughs> Chuck and Chuck Ch- Chuck and 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 um. <sighs> It's late at night. I'm tired. <laughs> bed. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It was just the Mormon podcast. Uh, Chuck and Layton. And um, uh, yeah, Chuck, he was like, he, he's a former Mormon, but his wife was still a very much a uh, hardcore devout Mormon. And, um, and, uh, and, and yeah, they seemed to be making the marriage work despite the, you know the, the, the ex, yeah the extreme differences of opinion and stuff like that. Um, you know it, 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 in Canada it's like um, you know like I say religion's a bit more of a sort of a private matter and and um, it's, so it's much easier to find like you know sort of like atheists or agnostics or, or people who are just like you know okay keep it they got like you know Christianity but laughing about it or Catholic but laughing about it. It's much easier to mm-hmm. find those types of people. Yeah, I mean. I, like you said, I could date a you know, some sort of theist, or like a, maybe a soft theist, someone who's like, well, this is what I believe, and I'm not going to try and convert you. You don't try to convert me to atheism. I'm not going to try and drag you to church. And it's like, okay, you know, I'll have lunch for you ready when you get home from church. And, you know, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I could do that. But, uh, yeah, that, but someone who's, Yeah, it takes rare people to do that. Yeah, but someone who's gonna, just going to be like, you know, every day can't get to sleep because he think he's going to burn in hell. I'm going to be up in heaven with Jesus, and he's going to be burning in hell. You know? Yes. That, yeah. That could that that can maybe doom a relationship. <laughs> yes. Well, we've and, oh, go ahead. That's just it. Like I, I was, you know, I'm I'm I'll probably go to church maybe once in a while. You know, I don't really care. I don't mind meeting people and stuff, but um. I never expect me to become any different. Yeah, don't try and change me. It's kind of that whole mentality. Don't change me. Wow. That's who I am. Do you ever get that, like, you know, you should go to church, meet a nice nice girl. And you think, like, are you saying to me, like, you, I, I need the intervention of a deity to find? <laughs> you know, that's my only hope. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I don't, I just feel that sometimes. I don't, you know, I don't need anybody to tell me. Please, God, be out there. And let me find a date tonight. Well, well. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> it the whole, you're in Colorado, so it's the, you got the the Aurora theater shooting thing. What's the? Uh, you know, you're, you're not you're not really kind of following following that news. No, not that much. I'm. Uh, I, well, I was at first. I was kind of very interested, and intrigued because Columbine happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when I was in high school. Okay. Um, and it wasn't well, probably an hour south of where my high school was. I was I went to high school in Boulder. And, okay. Um, so I didn't I didn't know it was in it was in my cousin's town. Mm-hmm. They were in high school and they were yeah they were in high school and um, so you know it kind of was close to home and um, but apparently there are a lot of mass murders in. Colorado. <laughs> all happened. All goes down. Because oh. so, yeah, with the um, Roger Michael Michael Moore, right? Bowling for Combine. Yeah, that was his movie. Yeah, yeah. No, he he did the one. It was about 
was it the same movie or is it it was the same movie where he's up in Canada in Toronto or something and he's like Canadians don't lock their doors <laughs> that I think was um like the nine eleven. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, I live in Toronto. I would lock my doors. <laughs> well, and what's funny about that is I don't lock my doors. So well, there you go. Yeah, I thought he was cherry picking stuff a little bit, but but I thought I thought too. It's like you know, it's like you know, Canadians, and he's and he's making a lot of uh, sort of like Canadians have almost as many guns, but lower murder rate, but then it's like, yeah, but we're, they're like hunting weapons, not like personal firearms. You can just, you know, grab and bring, yeah, bring back to the kitchen table and blow away your, you know, your, your, your wife or your husband or something. And I don't know. That, yeah, that's the thing. I don't have any guns in my house because, because of me, probably because of that statistic, because people that you know are more than likely going to kill you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's very rare you'll be able to by like a stranger or something. But yeah, but but then I thought too it's like um you know it's it's like like when I well in Canada we get like, you know, American movies and it's like, you know, someone pulls out a gun and solves a problem shooting people. Like like I think it's like Canadians go Okay, that's not how we solve problems. That's not how we solve problems. Whereas I'm just wondering: is it, is it do Americans watch these things and go, "Yes, that's how I solve, should solve." Problem. Like you know, like maybe there's a certain segment. Not not I'm not I'm not everybody, but you know, maybe there's a certain segment where they 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 don't they don't have that they don't have that escape hatch. You know, as a Canadian, we'll have escape hatch going. Okay, that's not the way we solve the problem. You know. Uh, Whereas Americans, some Americans might go, that, yeah, that I guess that's the way to solve a problem. <laughs> there probably is a select um, <laughs> group of people in America that are like that. Okay. But I think um, when I think of that as people who might have grown up in a very um, abusive family <laughs> or something like that, or have had very traumatic, I shouldn't say abuse, I should say traumatic um, um Younger life, I would assume, okay. and um, and that's how they know and have seen so problem problems get solved. If right. You will. Okay. okay. Um, that's that's kind of my impression. So I I always have a hard time with when I'm trying to argue slash discuss something with somebody, and they get into very much. Um, they don't want to listen to you anymore. Okay. Like the argument's done. Yeah. And they're telling you things like um, just being like absolute about things. You don't know how to work. You don't. You don't work. You're not a worker. You're a desk job person. Or um, and uh, not really listening to who you are and where your experiences have been. I guess. <laughs> You're, you're not. You're not really. Are you a desk job person, or it sounds like you? you... Uh, yeah, actually, I'm a desk job person. Oh, okay, okay. Now, nowadays, I am. Nowadays, I am. Okay, but well, but you're 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 gardener, and you're you're, you're part time, or you're you're for a hobby. Uh, yeah, I do it more as a hobby. Um, I, I come from a history of farmers and stuff, and right, so yeah. okay. during the summers and stuff, we went. My grandparents owned the farms and stuff, so we'd okay. go in. Well, well, um, a lot of my family actually still goes and sells. Um, Farmers markets and stuff okay. and picks. What would what would you grow? Uh, my dad's side grows alfalfa, which is just hay, just hay. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom's side grows organic vegetables. We have the um, 
uh, oldest organic vegetable farm in Colorado. Okay, wow, okay. Yeah, because my, my, my hometown Windsor, they're famous for their, their corn. I, you might have seen on my Facebook, I posted a picture of, like, corn or something. I don't know. I moved, came back to Toronto after a long weekend and just brought back, like, six dozen years of corn and gave them out to coworkers and friends. And that's, my friend, is the way you impress a lady. You bring her half a dozen ears of corn on a date. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's true. I, I, um, I actually just got a bunch of watermelons. We're, we're known for like our cantaloupe, our okay. watermelons, and okay. honeydew. Um, like a lot more than I ever realized until I started like doing farmers markets in Denver. Okay. People come up and be like, what? You guys minority organic farms? This old guy used to come down to Denver. He'd bring your guys' watermelons and this guy's like 70. I'm like, okay. what? <laughs> okay. So you know about our farm. Um, but, uh, oh, so. nice. yeah. So, yeah. yeah so, sometimes it's about the, um, it's, it's just about being the, the little, like being a little different. There's something differences, you know, it's like women kind of respond to it. It's like, this guy is not like all the other guys, you know, and, and, uh, you know, like I'll, 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 you know, I'll go on dates with women and you know, like, they're like massage therapists or something. And obviously the, the obvious, like, come on is like, you know, Hey baby, you know, like, like, and, and you just, <laughs> and you just, just never bring it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just like, Oh yeah, that's a job, whatever, you know, and it's never like, and it's like, you know, wow, every guy I go out with always sort of brings it up and makes some sort of like sexual reference about it. And, you know, Hey, you know, and, and it's just like, Oh, you know, whatever. And you just move on. And, and, and then they, they, they like notice those things, you know, it's, 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 yes. It's, yeah. So if you're the guy, yeah, those, those little details matter so yeah. much. I think. Yeah you're, yeah. you're the guy who brings in organic produce or something or whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of the times it's too, it's the, it's like the friend factor, you know, it's like the, because they're going to tell their friends about the date, and and then it's like, you know, and he brings me watermelons, and they're like, wow, you know, <laughs> I wish I had a guy, you know, because women are really sometimes influenced by their friends, like their friends' opinions, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how many like you like one of my friends, she um, you know, she's at work and she's single, and 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 you know, and the network guy was single, and she's sort of like on the very on the fence about him, but then you know, her her friends were like, just date. I'm just date them, and you know that kind of was like what you know moved her off the fence or something. The 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 friend influence or something. So yeah, sometimes you're you're yeah. you're, you're playing to an, an invisible, you know, an invisible. Yeah, people you've never even met. Have yeah, no clue. invisible chorus or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 sure. All right, I should probably let you go. Oh, go ahead. Did you have? I was going to ask you a little bit about. Oh yeah, you know, you're you're okay. Keep. So you um you said 2008 was your uh last serious girlfriend yeah yeah relationship so you how long have you been OK Cupid then you know uh I I started it was about last year I, I talked about about this on my OK Cupid cast but um where um uh, sort of a, one of my friends she was on it and she found a mutual friend she found her mutual friend's fiance's profile. Like he was like this is there literally was two weeks to their wedding and and the fiance was still on OKCupid. He was active and he had the little green light, which means like, you know, you respond often and he had logged in that often, yeah, right, yeah, right. logged in that day. So <laughs> so she's like she tells me she's telling me the site and I've got this moral dilemma and what should I do? Should I I, I tell her I found her fiance's profile 
on the site. And 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 um, and I'm like, geez, you know, what should we do? So we sort of thought, well, it's not your best friend now, is it? And it's like, no, it's more kind of you know acquaintance friend. I'm like, well. You know, if you're if it's your best friend, maybe you've got this total duty. But but if it's like an acquaintance friend, it's like I mean, maybe she knows about it already, and this is just something she has to deal with. Or or if you bring it up, is she gonna then turn on you? Like I'm not even gonna look. I'm not even gonna look. You're just making this up. You're just jealous. You're, I'm getting married before you, and then you know you you lose this friend. You know, so so we just sort of decided yeah, it's probably just just don't say anything and just move on. You know, kind of like. That was, I don't know, what would you have done, Rich? Well, I think you guys see the right approach. It's like, how how connected to this person am I? Yeah. And I think it sounds like uh, the way you explained it, I think, is is, is totally the right way to respond. Because if it was, like, your best friend, totally. If it's someone you just kind of like your coworker, then... Man, I think you're right. I think you have these two extremes where it could go, where this person could then become like amazingly good friend and be like, "Whoa, you're awesome," and you saved my marriage, my whole life. And then, or the whole opposite happens, yeah. you know, where it's like, "Yeah, I hate you. You are a conniving bitch." Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. that's just the way life is. And so you just you don't react, even though even though the right thing to do is to tell them. And then, yeah, so, so then when I was just looking at the site, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then, like, the women, like I say, they don't have that I'm a cancer survivor s- smile. And, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, description. yeah, so I joined that, and it was, it was, it was, quite, it was quite nice. And I met, I met some people, but, uh, yeah, I just I just sort of realized, you know, it's, it's, it's a numbers game, you know, that, that, that you're – not everybody is going to be – I don't fall in love with every woman I meet on the site, and I don't expect every woman who meets me to fall in love with me. You know what I mean? But I think a lot of times men don't have that. They, the what's okay for them to do to women is not okay for them to do back to them. You know, so it's like I won't respond to every message I get, but you know, but how dare every woman doesn't respond to my messages? You know, like like there's that. It seems that there's this hypocrisy that. Some men aren't really kind of, kind of realizing. I don't know. Yeah. So do you go through and click like wink? You can't really wink on. Um, on no. No. But on that on Match dot com, you can wink at people. Okay. Yeah. I've never. So sometimes, like, I I haven't been on Match in a long time, but it's just like, I think guys and maybe girls too. You just go through and you just wink at everybody. Wink, 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 wink. Right. Okay. Then you say, hey, you're telling everybody you're interested. Look at my profile, right? <laughs> and then, you know, so only so many of them do. And then you start community, you start talking with so many of them, right? right. Smaller set. Yeah. These smaller and smaller sets. And then, you know, eventually then you go on a date with a few of them. Then you finally, you know, pick your ones. It's the whole numbers game, like you're saying. Like, exactly. Connect as many as you can. See which ones work out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. It's 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 it, it it brings a certain efficiency, but it's an efficiency that cuts both ways. That, that you have to and you have to sort of appreciate that. That you know, it's gonna it helps you cut out save a lot of time, but you know, it also helps the women save a lot of time as well. And you might be the 
time being saved, you know, on their end or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're right. It does work both ways. And yeah. And then before I think that, that saved a lot, a lot of efficiency yeah. from, um, from certain online dating. Of course, well, that's nice. Well, uh, uh, one of the things I did find too is it's like, um, that, I, I mean, I met a couple of women who were like, "Gee, if we met any way else, I would have really liked you." But <laughs> just, really, yeah, it's 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 like the it's like you know if I just met you on the subway or if you know some weird chance encounter, but just this whole artificial dating thing is just very strange. It's like it does it doesn't have that weird thrilling romantic beginning or the 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 the, mm-hmm. the, the interesting hunt or something. I mean, it's very hard to describe the psychology. It's all very new to me, but I don't know. Now so this is kinda of one so you're forty six you said, right? Forty six, yeah. Um so I I grew up on computers. My dad worked for IBM, okay. and computers, v- video games. That was all in my house because my dad was like, "This is cool," you know. Yeah. Yep. And um, I was typing papers in the second grade, and um, so I for me, internet stuff is just it's just something. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It's part of your life. Do you feel like uh, the women that you meet? Um, have that like the whole online dating thing is just automatically I mean there's kind of this whole stigma about online dating right yeah you're a loser or whatever because you're doing online dating um I I mean like in the late 90s when online dating first sort of came was a thing yeah but now I'm just like like you know uh, you know, like I belong to this group called Yelp like food review community and I'm just finding pretty much every woman on that on like I know through Yelp is also on online dating and it's just it's just something everybody does now. It's not there there's there's not much of a stigma to it any anymore. Like before it was like can we lie about how we met, you know, like that kind of that kind of right, thing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah. But yeah but but uh, uh, before the online dating like I was this foodie community, Yelp and um and for younger people I would have to say Yelp would be a brilliant way to meet somebody now yelp it yelp is like facebook for foodies or, or it's like it's like people with demonstrable yeah. lives like you have to go out and do stuff and review restaurants and attend parties and things like that and and um and and you know you there's other single people and you they get to know who you are through your reviews and these things and and uh but it, it unfortunately it's mostly it's like at least in Toronto, and it seems like some of the other big cities. It's 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 like two thirds very attractive women in their mid twenties, and and one third uh, very sort of wallflowery guys in their twenties and early thirties. So if you are kind of a bit more of an outgoing, gregarious male, you, I think you, you, you could do very well, I think. But at 46, it's kind of like th- there's not a lot of women in my age range in, in, in that social circle. Hmm. Yeah. As, as well, too, it's like Yelp is like it, – it, it's the men and women are kind of very different because like the women – it's like these are women who commit their words to a public forum and want – don't mind people reading them and, and judging them and stuff like that. And and I've, I just found like a lot of women 
if they write, they don't like to put their words out there. There's a, there's a certain subset of women who don't mind putting their words out there, whereas men who kind of obsess about food and write about food are a lot more introverted, whereas the women are a lot more extroverted. So you get, you get this strange dynamic at hmm. these, these Yelp events where, like I say, it's all the men can be very wallflowery and the women are very kind of outgoing and, and, and sociable. So, and at, at 46, I don't really care anymore, right? So, so, so I, 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 I'm just always talking with the women at the parties and, and, and I just sort of look and all the men are kind of in their little group in the corner and <laughs> so I wish I was yeah. a little, yeah, I wish I was a little younger but you're coming, <laughs> coming back to that whole uh, yeah computer thing yeah I mean my dad I mean I was a boy in the 70s and my dad was a scientist so yeah like HP was a household name in my in my household in the 70s so so um because they were a big supplier of like uh, scientific equipment and stuff like that, and, right, right. And uh, so, like, I mean, yeah, I was I grew up with computers, and but then I was like, you know, the whole BBS world in the '80s, and there were women online, but you know, there was one <laughs> woman per hundred guys, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. So that, yeah, that was it's 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 a lot more equitable now, but yeah. There was, there was a certain I know, skepticism, like, are you sure you're a woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I do remember those days. Like, um, I think, you know, I think um, the the high schoolers right now, that's how most of them are going to meet their mates, is through online dating. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just assumed or something. And Yeah, I think it's, it's the way it's going to happen. Well, yeah. That, I think, there's some, I think there's some big advantages to it, actually. Yeah, I mean, like I say, just, just the, the efficiency. and But but as well, there's a certain... Um, it's like... You know, it, at least for me, it's, it's, it's very easy to get a date online, but sometimes ah uh, is the operative word. You know, there's not very many second dates, but... Yes. But I, I don't panic because, you know, well... I could get a date the next weekend with a, a different woman. Like, there's always two or three women in the pipeline, you know. And and yes. and, and and so, but you know, in the old days, it's like, well, she's the one woman I know, or at my job who's single, and 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 you put more time and effort to making that work versus versus it's like next, next. <laughs> you know, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and, and yet that, that's that's again that's sort of the downside. And, and women, I think, would do that too. It's like, yeah, no, he's not, no, not perfect. Next, next, yeah. So, again, it's that whole efficiency that's cutting both ways that you have to just deal with. Yeah, yeah. I think also it's nice about it is just you you can go into a date and have something ready to talk about. Yeah, you don't have to do this whole. Um, cold reading thing of figuring out what they like and what you like, and do you like the same thing about that same interest? Right. Yes. Exactly. But that's the. I mean, you know, obviously you're very kind of you know sociable and you can talk and and, and that that sort of stuff. But I mean, one of the one of the problems women complain about is like, yeah, like like sort of the men in in you know, when they're sort of chatting with them through messages and stuff that they're very you know they're very eloquent, but when they're Actually, out in uh, on their first date, they're 
you know, they're in shutdown mode. They're like, they, <laughs> they revert back to like, oh my God, you're a girl. This is the first time I've ever seen a girl before. You know, that kind of like, they're very scared. And, and then it's a complete mismatch, you know? Yeah, I've probably had that happen to me a couple of times. Yeah, I, you felt like you were in shutdown mode, or she was in shutdown. I, no, I was in shutdown mode. Oh, okay. And and probably, and sometimes and and actually sometimes when the girl's been in shutdown mode too. Yeah. 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 I mean, sometimes I mean, a little bit of nervousness women can interpret as kind of cute and charming, you know, and and, and there, there is there is a certain level of nervousness because they're going to be nervous too, you know. And, 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 you know, and so, and if, if sometimes if you're kind of just sweeping in, like, you know, hey, you know, then that, that might even work against you. But if, if you're, you know, you're just a little bit nervous, then like, okay, then they feel better. Like, okay, all right, we're both feeling it, the nervousness. It's just not me, you know, yeah, so. But if, if you're just completely like, you know, spitting food on her and <laughs> spilling <laughs> drinks of yourself, then, yeah, that's. That's not so good, but don't worry too much about being nervous, I guess. Like, a little bit nervous. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. All right, yeah, I should let you go. Okay. Uh, all right, do you have any, any any anything else to add? Not, not right now, but I think um, I'm pretty nervous in here, our conversations that we're going to have. And, um, you, and I think you have some, uh, some great, great questions and uh so, Rich, okay, so we'll, we'll wrap it up. I just got to ask you the, the, the final question. Now, you, you were actually, you know, you were saying, this would be a really bad question for you, because you, you were saying you're not really much into the whole TV sci-fi type thing. But what <laughs> oh, I, what, yeah. yeah. What I'd like to ask my guests is if you had to join a science fiction or fantasy armed forces based solely on the, the uniform, what which science fiction or fantasy army would you join? Just go, man, I always want to... Dress up like a stormtrooper, or something based on the uniform. Just wow. Okay. Well, uniform. Not, <laughs> not the purely on the uniform. Yeah. I guess I would have to go probably something like GI Joes. Really? Okay. Awesome. Yeah, and as as you know, I'm not watching a lot of more recent TV. So when I think of like cool shows that maybe I wanted to be in, GI Joes. Man, I played GI Joes all the time when I was younger. All right, cool. Okay, all right. And uh, are you are you going to be at any upcoming skeptic camps in Colorado or? Um, I don't know. We put one. The Denver one happened. The Fort Collins one happened. Colorado Springs one. I haven't checked on when it was. I think it might have happened, but um, I will probably be at several next year, and maybe even Tam. I'm going to Galapagos in March. End of March. Um, if anybody's going to skeptic tours, um, please say hi to me. If not, I will say hi to you because there's not going to be that many people. Right. Okay. And uh, and uh, I guess the other uh, the other sub final question, I guess, is I, I'm I'm the podcast that doesn't want anything. You know, I don't want PayPal donations. I don't want uh, you go on iTunes and give me good reviews. I want nothing. Uh, if you see me at an event, don't buy me anything. But my guests. Uh, if they do see somebody like uh, Rich Ludwig at a uh, skeptic camp or on a cruise ship going to the Galapagos, and they're all like, man, I heard you on Conspiracy Skeptic. You were awesome. Not much of a conspiracy, but you changed my thinking about online dating. <laughs> Rich, can I buy you? What, what could someone buy you if they if they met you? I you know, I just want a hug. How about that? Oh, a hug. Okay. All right. You, you, you're not, not a beer drinker or a... I'm I'm not, uh, but uh, you know, if 
one's put in front of me, and I, I might I might drink it, depending on how many I've had. Okay, you would say no. All right, cool. All right, then. Okay. And uh, all right, so keep an eye out for you on your local cruise ship going to the Galapagos. <laughs> yes. All right, cool. All right, thank, thanks for thanks for coming on, Rich. And right, and I guess my my new uh, my new podcast. I'm going to keep doing conspiracy skeptic and ask a Canadian, but my new podcast is called OK Cubecast, and it's yet to be up on iTunes. But uh, uh, you'll find a link to it on uh, on the uh, conspiracy skeptic podcast. You could I don't know just add the uh, the XML feed or or whatever. Hopefully, it's going to be up on iTunes soon enough. But uh, uh, I'm almost sort of, I, I don't want to even tell my listeners I'm doing this podcast because I think they'll be like, damn it, you don't do enough Conspiracy Skeptics podcast. Now you're going to be wasting your time with like, <laughs> oh, then you're going to get married and we'll never get anything out of you. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, have a, have a good night, Rich. Thanks, Carl. Okay. Bye-bye. Just a second more I know I'll forget What I came here for My head was so full Of things to say But as I open my lips All my words slip away